In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. I mean, like, I want to talk to you. Don't get me wrong. Well, let's just, uh, I mean, these these episodes weren't that good, so we can just do whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll fill an hour and 15 minutes with variety. We will. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. Variety I, show. Not yeah. to get ahead of ourselves. I didn't really like these segments that much. No, me neither. I did not either. Uh, it's in fact, so I watched them this morning. Mm-hmm. Went out to lunch with my parents. Came back. Hold on. I'll say, I'll say this on the... Um, also, what are these episodes? Let me just write them down real quick. Revenge, uh, revenge school records, library volunteering. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, episodes what nine and ten? I think. Uh, yeah, nine and ten. All right. Hello, and welcome to Brace and Ren and Nezzy Classified School Survival Guide. Today, we'll be discussing season. Three episode nine of Nancy Classified titled Revenge and School Records, as well as season three episode ten of Nancy Classified titled Library and Volunteering. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Um, and actually, uh, usually I introduce the co-host, but I, I asked someone else to go ahead and, and introduce today. So take it away. You want to meet a friend of mine? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, thanks, Granny. That was actually really not helpful. I'll do it, I guess. Uh, Ren, come on in. How are you doing? Hey, everyone. Hey, Bryce. Hey, Granny. Uh, nice to be here again, as always. Yeah, um, I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. It, w- it was an okay bit. I'm glad you at least tried it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. She's like, I don't know. I feel like I can't trust her to introduce introduce people anymore, but... I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust her either. Uh, well, welcome, Ren, to the podcast. Happy to have you, as I do every single time I podcast. Well, imagine the one week where I'm suddenly not here. Yeah, like, hey, everyone, Ren's sick this week, so it's I'm doing a solo show. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Um, Bryce and Ned's Declassified. Yeah, there'd be no riffing, <laughs> right? People like the riff. And, you uh, could make it like a... You could go. You could do like a one man monologue where you slowly lose your mind. I, by the end of the by the end of the podcast, it'll be like I'm. I am there. Mm. It'll break you completely. Yeah, I'll be having conversations. I thought about. I don't know why I was thinking about this earlier today, but I thought about how wild it would be if uh, you and I recorded our audio separately, com- <laughs> cl- completely separately, and then I just spliced them together. Um, as if we're having a conversation as if we're having a conversation but not really so like I would just put them in order I wouldn't take the time to actually like organize them so like I could I could be pausing to ask you a question and you could be talking about something completely different wait so how would you splice this together what do you mean so like you so I would record the podcast by myself yeah Uh, I would treat it though as if you are there so I'd be like hey Ren how you doing Oh, that's awesome to hear. Uh, sounds like that was kind of tough. 
Okay. Right, I, I get it. So yeah. Okay. So it would be that for 90 minutes and then you would do the same thing. Uh-huh. So do you get, you get it? I, I get it. And then we'd splice it together. Yeah. Like it, regardless of what we actually said. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's your headline from these episodes? My headline? Yeah, do you have a headline? Like, do I do I have a, to like a like a critical review? Yeah, like, like I want I, people to know this. All right, uh, Ned's uh, Ned's revenge records worst school record. Yeah, that okay. could be the first one. Um, not and, great. Uh, second one can be Ned volunteers to make the library worse. Okay, so, like, these are on the front page of a newspaper. Yeah. Ned volunteers to make the library worse. Okay, so neither, yeah, okay. You're just combining the topics of the episodes. You're not actually talking about the content within. Well, we want to get the big keywords in to draw the readers. True. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, Ren, my headline is Corbin Blue is back. Corbin Blue, that's the thing you were the most excited about. Spencer and his bit part in one segment. Yeah. What was Corbin Blue doing where he was available to film another episode of Ned's? Not another episode, a segment that he was a small cameo in. Yeah. Like, that's not even, I wouldn't even wake up for that if I were him. (laughs) Maybe his, uh, you know, maybe this was like one of the last things he did with his Nickelodeon agent before he got a Disney agent. Oh, yeah. His Nick agent's giving him bad roles. Like, oh, I was the, I was one of the main characters in this last segment. Now I'm just the background character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or this could be canon. What'd you say? This could be canon. How so? So, like, he goes into this uh, room, and it says, you're going to Hollywood. And he does come out, and he's, like, looking goofy and stuff. We don't know if the real him actually went to Hollywood, and then a fake Spencer was made. So, are you saying this is, like, an... Have you seen the movie Us? Yeah. So, it's like the movie Us. Uh, Yes. Yes, I'm nervous to say that, but yes. I just yeah. wanted to confirm it. That, all right, so as long as it's like the movie Us, mm-hmm. then I can accept Spencer being in the segment. Yeah, so fake Spencer, or fake Corbin, real Corbin, is uh, sent to Hollywood to be in High School Musical. Fake yeah. Corbin remains on set of Ned's. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I don't I was shocked to see him. I was like, what is he doing here? And he barely spoke. He did barely speak. He was hidden on Claire Sawyer, future lawyer. She's uh, She's been disappeared for a while, too. Yes. Yeah, I think she maybe got too old. She aged out of middle school. Between seasons, she got too old, and they were like, uh-oh, we can't. What are we going to do? It's like uh, like Walt on Lost. <laughs> yeah. They just had to get rid of him. Yep. Ditch him all together. pretty old, too. Who, Walt? Backpack boy. Back- yeah, he is. He's a grown man. Walt is also in Ned's. Yeah. Uh, Walt is fantastic. I was so sad to see that storyline discontinued. Bryson Wren in uh, just the Walt episodes? I mean, I would do it. When uh, Michael is like screaming, he's like, where's my boy? Walt! Walt! <laughs> I love it. Big I'm Michael awesome. fan. This would be a fun one to watch. Uh, it would be. It would be okay. It'd be interesting. Yeah, we'd have fun for like a week and then we'd be like, how much longer is this? We really I... have to finish watching Lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there'd be high points like when we get to like 
the time travel like wheel uh, in season five that could be good discussing what the flash sideways is um explaining to the audience that they were not in purgatory the whole time it was just hurley's dream (sighs) no that's also not true (laughs) i'm kidding the ending of that it does bother me when people are like oh lost is dumb they were in purgatory the whole time no they weren't they were not in purgatory the whole time they were on an island obviously did no one watch the show (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i don't think anyone watched it um (laughs) All right, so what happened here, Ren? What happened in Revenge? Have you ever gotten revenge? Have I ever gotten revenge? Yeah. I'm sure I have. Yeah. I yeah. seem like the type of person who would get revenge on someone. You get I... <laughs> I believe in karma and not revenge. You believe in what? Karma. Karma. Yeah. So what goes around comes around. Yeah, I don't need to I don't need to seek revenge because the revenge is gonna seek you. But what is revenge if not utilizing karma to your own games? Gains? Games? No, because as we see in this, if you seek revenge, revenge is gonna get you. Bryce. Mm-hmm. If some video games in every movie have taught me one thing, yep. that revenge is a cycle, and it only stops when you get the last revenge. Oh, okay. How do you get the last revenge? What's the telltale sign that this is the last revenge? This is the last revenge? Mm -hmm. Good question. I guess you have to put everyone else in a position where they're either too scared to get revenge or can't get revenge anymore. Maybe you could, like, take their hands. Mm -hmm. If someone doesn't have hands, they can't build anything to get revenge on you with. So that's... Do you think that's what Obi-Wan tried to do to Anakin? That's why he, like, he delims most of them. Yeah, and it's, now you can't get revenge on me. Revenge of the Sith? More like, no revenge ever again. Like, Darth Vader's holding things. Uh, what part of Anakin's body did Obi-Wan not cut off? The hand. Uh, the hand. If he just, like, ste- like stepped over, cut off Anakin's hands <laughs> while he was lying there and walked away, yeah. would have taken two extra seconds, would have saved us all a lot of trouble. <laughs> but instead, he gets revenge. Darth Vader gets revenge. Exactly, and he gets the last revenge because Obi Wan's dead. Mm. But well, if if you follow Star Wars, that is far from the last revenge, Ren. Well, Luke doesn't end up getting revenge because Vader redeems himself. No one gets revenge on him. Uh, no. I am the Senate. Somehow he returns. Really? Well, that's not like revenge on Anakin. That's revenge on us, the audience. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> say Palpatine is definitely seeking revenge. <laughs> Um, when he comes back for the fifth time via Fortnite, um, <laughs> sneak peek. Um, yeah, so Ned is going to be the Revenger, right? Ned is like, I'm going to help other people get their revenge. He wears a trench coat and sunglasses. Mm-hmm, like the Matrix. Just like the Matrix. Is that what they were going for? I guess. You know, Neo's always getting revenge on people in the Matrix. Yeah. He carries that um, with him. I... My dad sat me down to watch The Matrix when I was old enough, so maybe like 12, mm-hmm. um, like 11 or 12. And he was like, you're going to like this film. And I watched it uh, maybe for about 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. Once they got to like humans are just batteries, I noped out of there. <laughs> I was done with The Matrix. I also don't like The Matrix that much. But what made you nope out? What was, was it that? Ba- what was it about the human batteries? The though? human battery farm. Sorry, no. I don't need to spend any of my free time in this life imagining that I just might be a double A. Bryce, you might be a triple A. 
Or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You could be Duracell. It could be Duracell. It could be uh, Energon. It could be a 3DS battery. Those things. Nintendo bricks for like a GameCube. Yes. Yes. Matrix isn't so bad. Well, so do, do the humans in Matrix get to choose what they're powering? I think you get like plugged into whatever. Okay. And then you get its powers. Yeah, it's pretty soul sucking. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> I, I, that's probably you know that's probably not true. But I listen, Ren. If a human is is powering my computer right now, I don't feel any of their presence. Maybe that's the point. Their personality doesn't shine through my computer. You took you've maybe you give them the personality. Oh, okay, cool. So like you're somebody else's computer. Yep. And you're being controlled right now, but you don't know mm-hmm. it. You're like it's like a sim situation. Yeah. When we die, do we just go to the battery farm to recharge? And then we relive again. Yeah. Once we're wound up. Mm-hmm. Um anything else here? <laughs> uh Moe's deals with a new player on the volleyball team that mysteriously seems bent on revenge. Oh my god, I hated it. I also hated it. My only note for Moses' plot was Moses' plot is a wash. Like, she's so dumb, obviously. Um, this new girl that knows a lot about the Bow Weevils is going to be from your arch nemesis school and not, right? So that's why she's sabotaging your whole team. Yeah. She's getting revenge. Duh. But she um, learns that by getting revenge, she abandoned her team. Yeah. So if you get revenge, you're abandoning your team. Karma gets her. That's karma. I don't think that's revenge. You think that's karma? I think that's karma. Did this segment have been called karma? No, no, because what Ned does and what Cookie does is revenge. So should we have put Moses' segment in another episode called, called karma? karma? Yes. <laughs> and the first like segment can be about a... Uh, Karma, you know, you know what goes around comes around. The second ep- segment can mm-hmm. be, you know, the Buddhist interpretation of karma. Yeah, yeah, right, I we, did. We got a, we I got thought... a classic Ned's episode. Yeah, <laughs> explore some uh, deeply religious and philosophical <laughs> ideals. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, so like, I don't know. So, Cookie's whole thing is all right. Evelyn tells him that there's going to be a pop quiz on logarithms. He studies. Shows up. It's actually on algorithms. So then he says, okay, I'm going to get revenge on her by dropping water balloons on her. Um, which, like, why? But okay. So he's going to drop water balloons all over her. He, like, tries a bunch of ways to sabotage her. Doesn't get her. Finally, she apologizes to him. Gives him a big smooch. Then he feels bad. He goes to say sorry. But before he can say sorry, she goes through a door. The water balloons step down. And then Cookie is chased by Evelyn. Evelyn is not seeking revenge. Cookie is dealing with karma. Uh, I th- but you, th- this is also revenge, though, because Cookie got revenge. Now Evelyn's getting revenge on Cookie's revenge. And so based on how the segment ends, though, Evelyn's revenge is the last revenge. Yeah, she got the last so revenge. So she wins. So the cycle of revenge does end. Yeah, okay. If you use the final revenge. I was right. Yeah, so who are our winners here? So Evelyn mm-hmm. wins out. But the Ned's whole thing, Ned kind of, like, revenges himself. For a stupid reason, too. Albert ate another kid's cookie without asking. Yeah. I don't know why Ned's choosing to draw the line here. Yeah. Yeah, so Ned, Ned's like, I'm not going to get revenge because someone ate your cookie. 
Are you kidding me? It's been 11 minutes. We have another segment. Yeah. I, I can't do this. I got to shut this storyline down. Okay, Ned. Great. Cool. Ned gets like strung up by accident. Um, it's whatever. The whole yeah. thing. Like, um, I don't really feel like revenge fits here it's in the world weird. of Ned's Declassified. And like at the very end, they're like, the one tip for revenge is don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, what kids watching Nickelodeon are always thinking, like, I can't wait to plot my next revenge? No. No one needs this episode or this segment. No. Uh, two quick things, Ren, before we go on to uh, school records, which I, I'm going to tell you. So I watched these episodes this morning. Yeah. I can't tell you a single thing that happened there, so I cannot wait to look at my notes. <laughs> it's gonna uh, be but but uh, what is a bow weevil? What is a bow weevil? Yeah. It's a... Uh... I barely know what a weevil is, let alone a bow weevil. It's like it's like a super weevil, right? I'm picturing like a like a bison. You're thinking like a like a big big kind of weevil. Well, I don't really know what a weevil is to begin with. Oh my gosh! Don't look it up. Don't look up a weevil. It's an insect. Oh. What is a weevil though? I think it's a Pokemon. Weevil? Sneasel is a Pokemon. I found a Pokemon called Weevil. I didn't know weevils were insects. I thought weevils were rodents. Let me. This like, is too much right now. Hold on. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. All right. Uh, weevil mm-hmm. is a dual type dark ice Pokemon introduced in Generation 4. Okay. <laughs> All right, Bryce. We, can't, we, got, we figured this out. So a bow weevil is probably a fire one? Like the. Or maybe it's one that uses that carries a bow with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Archery. Yep. Uh, second thing, quick anecdote here. Yep. Uh, I wanted to do. Uh, so, uh, I had I the person could go unnamed, but you know who I'm talking about. Uh, I would occasionally send you pictures uh, and text messages that were supposed to go to this person. Um, you know, and I'd say sorry. This one was yeah. good for. Yep. Yeah, okay. So, uh, her and I were shopping at uh, Christmas tree shop. Mm-hmm. Okay, must have been 2013, 2014, Ren. $5. You could buy a massive, and I'm talking massive, framed, already framed poster of Corbin Blue <laughs> holding jump ropes because he was promoting his Disney Channel original movie, Jump In. It's funny you bring $5. that. $5. Yep. Should we watch Jump In? Yeah, I'd, I would watch Jump In in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would should. jump into that film. Yeah. Let's uh let me let me you finish your anecdote. Okay. Well, all I was gonna say is I really wanted to get it. Five dollars seemed like a stupid thing to pass up on. How how could you not get it? Right. She didn't let me. She didn't let you get it. So I was like, I really want it. And she was like, No. No. And I was like, I really want this. No. Can't get that. So I didn't get it. And then Ren. I went back a month later because I said, F it. I need this Corbin Blue poster. Gone. It was gone? Gone. Bryce, I'm glad you at least had the self-respect to go back for the poster. Yeah, thank you. But I've always wanted it. We're going to get you that Corbin Blue poster. Believe me, Ren, I've tried. (laughs) I've tried to get a poster of uh, Corbin Blue in his jump-in outfit there but. must be some like corbin blue fan club on facebook 
Mm-hmm. But if you ask the right person, they have it and they're willing to give it up. Yeah. So let me, I'm going to just do a quick little eBay check. Cause I haven't, I haven't checked in a, a little bit. Did you know Corbin Blue was in In the Heights? Yeah. He uh, played with Snobby for a while. Yeah. I didn't know that. Just learned that as I am uh, Googling him. Yeah. Um, let me check eBay. See how much this shindig is. Um, if it still exists. And I want to be clear. It's not the jump in poster. Because the jump-in poster has him and Kiki Palmer. I don't want Kiki Palmer on my poster. You just want Corbin Blue. I just want Corbin Blue on, on my poster. Uh, so, so the I think the best time for us to watch Jump In yeah. is the week of April 27th when it released on Disney Channel UK. So, okay. So you're saying we're going to pause <laughs> us getting to the finish line of Neds so we can watch Jump In? Yeah. Uh, yep. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Would that uh, be like a week before the finale? <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be like a week before April twenty seventh. Yeah, it'd be pretty close. I don't feel good about that, Ren. Do we make it our intermission? Our intermission, Ren. We're gonna watch Survivor or play yeah. Survivor or something like that. Yeah, after Survivor, then we do a jump intermission, and then we do our next show. Jump, okay, that's fine. Yep, jump, just for the pun. I'm down. <laughs> sure, I'll do jump intermission. Perfect. Um, all right, you want to figure out what school record, what happened in school records? Did, were you ever afraid of your permanent record as a boy? <laughs> I didn't think they were real. I still don't. I went to only private schools, K through 12. Mm-hmm. So um, they didn't exist for me. They are real. They are real. But um, it was not a real thing for me. It wasn't a it wasn't a fear for me either. Yeah, I was never concerned. No. Um, does Ned's permanent record deserve to be this big? It does not. I this no. this segment is like treating him like he's a constant troublemaker. Yeah, other episodes have tried to mm-hmm. tell us too, but it just doesn't hold up under scrutiny. No. So like. Uh, we see, we understand, uh, Krebs goes through some of Ned's, like, history. Like, Ned has been set, like, setting up tables so that they'll collapse while people are sitting at them. That's not in line with Ned at all. You know how we've seen him do episode after episode for three seasons? Yeah. This guy who makes the survival guide for school is sabotaging tables. Yeah. It just seems so out of left field and so not Ned. Um, for them to expect that we're going to accept that really kind of bothered me. Um, he does that. But what else does he do? He um, he runs other... jobs with the mop bucket. Yeah, that's fine. That's a little bit more in line with him. Um, yeah. I thought that like the ending of Ned's part of this segment was going to be Krubs being like, oh, you know, you couldn't reduce your permanent record, but all those good things you did are going to go in your record. Yes. Instead of it just being Krubs trying to play a prank on Ned to be nice. Well, I mean, I do think, yeah, I agree with you. I thought that it was going to be more directly that. And it kind of turned out to be that way, but Until not really. The record. Yeah. And you know, Krubs never says that anything Ned did goes into the record, which defeats, you know, Ned's whole stress throughout mm-hmm. the episode. It doesn't solve anything. No. Which is why we have to shred it at the end. Yeah, I liked the gag, although still, like, weird that it was Ned's file, but I did like the gag of 
Krubs has a drawer pulled out of this massive like file drawer, puts Ned's file into it, and then the whole drawer falls over because it was just that weighty, that heavy. Um, what else? Ned's record. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Durga is here. <laughs> Durga is here. Moses trying to set the most records. Right. Yeah, she is. She uh, she wrestles. Yep. Yeah. She, uh, she joins the. She becomes the first girl to wrestle at Polk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, um, hold on. I'm pretty sure this is her when she's wrestling. Yeah, she's dropping bodies left and right. She's winning them one after one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she that's her whole thing. She wants to get the most records of anyone who's ever had a record. High schools don't have records like this. This is silly. Uh, my school had records. Like high schools do. I don't know about middle schools. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, and like, and like, but like strictly athletic, I believe, as well. Yeah. I liked in this segment when um, we got, who was it? Someone says for moi instead of for moi. What? For moi instead of for For moi. moi. Uh, Okay, Bryce. So here's the thing. My notes for this segment are Ned's got (laughs) permanent record. Cookie's not here. Moses tied. (laughs) So we both have a bit of a knowledge gap coming into this. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but you were there for the 11 minutes, right? Because yeah. I was I was definitely there for the 11 minutes. Um, were, the knowledge is in us somewhere. Yeah. So so someone I just said for moi with a question mark. Someone says for moi instead of for moi. Could it be all right. Uh, the lunch lady. It's, so all right, it's lunch lady. Yeah, yeah. Um Quirly talked forever to Cookie. I don't even remember that. <laughs> and then, so, uh, Cookie is not here, right? Sweeney's taking attendance. Yep, Cookie has his earbuds in. And uh, Sweeney's taking attendance, calls Cookie. Cookie bends down to pick up a pencil he dropped. While he's bent down, Sweeney doesn't see him, so Marcus is absent. Sweeney uh, also says out loud that Cookie is absent, and no one says anything. Yeah. Would yeah. you let this happen? Like, if this happened to me in mm-hmm. Dennis's class... Yeah, Dennis was taking attendance, and I crouched over, mm-hmm. and he didn't see me sitting on the floor. Yeah, would you speak up and say something? Yeah, so uh, I would not cross Dennis. You wouldn't. You wouldn't cross him. I would let Dennis think and say whatever he thinks or says before correcting him. So what? I, what, what would Dennis need to do for you to get the courage to correct him? So if Dennis showed me. If he took out, if he took me to um, Home Depot mm-hmm. and we went to the paint aisle and he pulled out uh, a paint swatch. So he's so Dennis is in the paint aisle. Yeah. He's Hold pulling up. out a blue paint swatch. Okay, he shows up. it to me. He yep. says, this, this is red. He shows so- it to me. He says, this is red. And. I'm looking at it, and it is blue, and it says blue underneath. So I I might say it's blue and not you red. Might, you might correct him? I might correct him. So your instinct here isn't, oh my god, Dennis is colorblind. Who's going to tell him? No. No, I'm just... 
I, I I'm sorry. I just thought you. I just thought Little Miss Sunshine was one of your favorite movies. He grades me. It just seems like you know, if you were a big fan of that movie, you would take any opportunity to tell someone they're colorblind. Yeah, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't envy that position. Also, Dennis could fail me. He could fail you, but Dennis is also a big movie buff. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll like catch on to what you're doing, and you you two can do the scene. Did you know? Did you know that Dennis is the sole professor at Leslie that has the ability to? He could still fail me, and it would take away my undergraduate degree. Really? He could. I would. I would not degree? be able to to work using a job that utilizes my undergraduate degree. Could you imagine? If you lost your career and your degree was void because Dennis decided that you retroactively failed acting to a class yeah. that has nothing to do with your track. I could because he can. Should we, I could imagine it because it's possible. Should we try to egg him on a bit? Um, egg. What do you mean? Like with yolks? I mean, like uh, maybe we can message Dennis and be like, hey. Uh, remember how you can ruin Bryce's life? Yeah. How many pictures of yolks would it take sent to his phone? To, like, really break him? Or like an egg? Us? Yeah. I think I think if we can, like, time it, like, mm-hmm. you sh- you send him an egg at 1 a.m., I send him an egg at 2 a.m., yep. you send him another egg at 3 a.m., I get him yep. at 4 a.m. He's just going crazy, he doesn't know what to do. He's yeah. eating every other hour. Egg an hour. <laughs> wow. That's really good, Red. That's really good. My best um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay. I feel like that could happen, and then we could all sit down and enjoy a nice game of mojang, and it would all work out. You think we could share a laugh over it? Yeah. I don't think he'd fail us. Um, they convinced Sweeney that he time travels, though. No, he knows that he didn't time travel. He's playing along. So Sweeney realizes, they try to trick him, but Sweeney realizes he didn't time travel. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he still lets Cookie uh, be present for the class that he was in. Yeah, so Sweeney has the same power as Dennis, where Sweeney can change things in the past. And we just have to respect that fact. Yeah. Um, did you know time travel has been perfected, but the only issue is that if you travel into the future, like uh, you're, they haven't figured out how to stop fingernail growth as you time travel. Oh, so your fingernails would be super long. They get, get the they get too long, and so there's what not enough room to breathe because they're they're too big. So what if you train your teeth to? chomp fast enough so you can bite your nails as they're growing while you time travel so the issue is time travel for your teeth and the rest of your body only takes a second but your fingernails age that whole time that it takes and that's a nightmare so that's the issue yeah yeah it's really bad um do you think abe lincoln should be in the credits for this show like the opening credits i hate every single time they bring abe lincoln back yeah, I know you do. I hate it. I hate mm. it so much. Yeah. Um, he is the worst thing that's ever happened to Ned's Declassified. So unfunny. Mm-hmm. They they love the bit for some reason. Yeah. It's not even like a good Lincoln impression. It's just no. Mr. Quest in a Lincoln costume. He doesn't even look <laughs> good Lincoln likeness. There's nothing to the joke. They did it once and they loved it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, and we meet the librarian. Do you think she's worse than Abraham Lincoln? Worse than Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Mm, she did play the accordion. Yeah, it was at this point, Ren, I was about three or four minutes into this segment, and I just wrote, everyone is too loud. <laughs> right? This is the loudest segment we've ever had of this show. Did I ever tell you about the time I got Animorphs banned from my elementary school? No, 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 no. What happened? What'd you do? So in third grade, we all had to go to the library and mm-hmm. pick out a book to do a book report on. Yeah. I chose a Choose Your Own Adventure Animorphs book. Yep. So I did it. I read through like my own little own adventure. I was going to do my book report, but I felt like I was cheating because it was so short. Yeah. So I decided to read the whole thing in order. <laughs> one, two, three. Just going with it and then writing the report on that as if it were a linear story. Mm-hmm. It was so incomprehensible, incoherent, and full of death. Because in these Choose Your Own Adventure books... Especially an Animorphs one, the characters just always die when you get a bad ending. So I've written this book report where the plot makes no sense, and every single character dies in some grotesque way. <laughs> and so my teacher, like, brought it to the principals, yep. and they decided that they had to ban all Animorphs from the school. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. It's my own fault for... Ta- taking such an awful approach to a book report yeah um that is not the best way to approach a book report ren um so you read it the first time you chose your own adventure and then you said this adventure was not good no what i did was i read it the first time the way it's supposed to be read it was Mm -hmm. too short so i felt like i wasn't doing the assignment properly Mm -hmm. so i just decided to ruin the assignment Mm -hmm. By reading the whole book in a linear order that didn't make sense. You know that you essentially discovered, like, a life hack, right? (laughs) And you didn't accept the hack. Because that's brilliant. It is. In hindsight, it is. But my nine-year-old mind didn't feel good about it. Like, absolutely brilliant. If, you know, if I had to read, like, a 150-page book for a book report... And it was a choose-your-own-adventure, and of those 150 pages, I only read seven. <laughs> Brilliant. The perfect book report. Perfect assignment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we get the librarian here. Um, I, there are no Animorph books in this library, so maybe they got worried of what was happening in Tewksbury. Or maybe uh, someone took all the good Animorph books already, because Ned got there late. Yeah, that's true. They're doing an Abe Lincoln research project, so I'm sure that people checked out Animorph books to learn more about Abraham Lincoln. Abomorph? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, so, but, yeah, so they are assigned a project to do research on Abe Lincoln. Everyone takes books. Mose is like, okay, uh, she goes to the library, and hey, I wanted this book. Can you help me get it? The librarian says, it's checked out. The girl who has it might be done with it soon. If you find her, you can convince her to give it to you. Uh, that sounds awful. That's not something any librarian would offer. No. That's that's not real advice. Yeah, I called it a book bounty. Um, because that's essentially what it is. It's like, oh, this you're reading Goosebumps and you're looking for book seven? This girl has book number seven. Go annoy her enough until you get it. A hundred dollar reward if you bring her in alive. <laughs> Fifty if dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess, like, it kind of helps that the girl that Moe's meets that has it is the most insufferable character since the librarian um, that we've been introduced to. 
two thumbs down. I hate annoying little kid plots to begin with. Mm-hmm. But here, ugh. It's just... It, it's... It's the annoying little kid part distilled to its purest form because they don't have any time or depth to do anything with it beyond the <laughs> basics. Yeah. So, because the girl that Moe's is looking for that has the book has, uh, she's like obnoxious. She's a child. Like I wrote, Moe's is interacting with a child because Moe's here looks like she, I don't know how old the actors are, but I would guess high school at the very least. They've got to be like 16, 17 at this point. 16, 17. Um, And this girl is maybe 11 or 12. There is a massive noticeable age gap between them. It's like if they had Walt from season one interacting with Walt. uh, From Do we ever see Walt again? Season two? Do we see grown-up Walt? I think Walt is in the show until season two, right? No, well, he's taken at the end of season one. And then I, yeah. Yeah, the raft and everything. The boat comes, remember, they take him and then they let the, they set the raft on fire. I guess you're right. Yeah. I know my lost season one trivia. Anything after that, um, you could tell me otherwise. I'm pretty sure we see old man Walt, not old man, but like grown up or adult-ish, teen-ish Walt one point yeah because we see him uh in late in one of the later seasons after the Mm -hmm. island yeah i think so he might show up in the last season as like a little cameo thing but um the librarian calls ned and cookie geek tarts (laughs) (laughs) i don't think we're allowed to say that (laughs) Uh, geek tarts it feels like a slur when you say it (laughs) I I reversed it three times, looked at the captions, even after finding out what it was. I agree with you, Ren. I still felt this is it's not right. Whatever whatever she means by this, this is not okay. The librarian did not mean anything positive by that insult. No. No. Um, I was bothered. So there's that. Uh, Loomer... So Ned and Cookie, they can't check out books for their report because um, their books that they returned never made it back to the librarian, even though they put them in the drop bin. Did you like this? Did you like this plot with Loomer? Uh, kinda. I liked it. An- you liked it? I mean, I liked that Loomer took a book that had a GPS on it and stuck the GPS to the inside of a closet and then had the wherewithal to like pop into the room with the closet afterwards and be like, Hey, what's going on? Losers. Classic loomer. Yeah. I don't know. I did not like this library episode, this library segment. No. Beyond the, uh, I guess the loomer thing is the most interesting part, you know, him and his cronies stealing the books to sell back. But it's all connected to the hey, large. Sorry, you said him and his cronies. There's only one crony. Right, you crony and buzz. buzz. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's all connected to the library itself, which is bland and librarian sucks. And Moses, part of the segment is just insufferable. Yeah, Gordy wants to torture. Um, so there's that. I didn't even remember Gordy was in this this segment. Yeah, Gordy uh has a book about like how to spy. 
Yes, they get disguises for at yeah. one point. Yeah. Gordy wears a mustache. They watch a Loomer read a full book for hours. Yeah. All right, zero out of ten. Let's go. A volunteering. Uh, did you have to do any volunteering in high school or middle school? High school, I did. I had to do like a hundred, like fifty hours or something absurd. Jesus. I don't know. That hundred fifty is actually too much. We, maybe we maybe a hundred. We also had to do volunteering in my high school, but I just lied about it. Yeah. Instead, I did. Yeah. Where did you? Nicole is. Watch <laughs> out, right? I don't know. You might need to find somewhere else to sleep. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, what did you, what would you say? Volunteering, as a term, implies voluntary. (laughs) You can't make someone volunteer against their will. This is flawed logic. You know, no, it's not flawed logic, it's, that's, I'm using the definition of the word to prove my case. So, this would hold up in a court of law. Yeah, so if, do you think legally, if you didn't complete the volunteer hours, if you could be, would you be held back? Would, be would they back? not let you graduate if you didn't do your volunteer hours? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, ooh. Evelyn and Cookie are fighting. Again. That was really unpredictable. But they're so hot and cold, Bryce. Yeah. Are you, uh, how much are you rooting for them to get together? How much? I'm not at all. Yeah. I had, like, I thought. This was an, an endearing little thing before when it was like, oh, Cookie doesn't want Evelyn's affections. He wants Lisa Zemo. This is a natural avenue for comedy. But they just keep circling the exact same thing. Like, we've seen this Cookie, this exact Cookie Evelyn plot and setup like three to four times. Like, like just tonight, we saw it twice. Like, oh, Evelyn likes Cookie and wants to kiss him. But, oh, Evelyn's mad at him now because Cookie did something. We saw it in Revenge back in the school store it's just it's the cory candy dilemma all over again it's spinning its wheels yeah and because the dynamic is just like she wants to outsmart him right yeah um and he wants to outsmart her and it's only fun for the first few times but and I think an- another big problem is that like with lisa zemo we at least have a group of supporting characters that go along with her. So she's yeah. not playing off Cookie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, Evelyn Kwong is just another Vanessa, but without Vanessa's grandmother and without like, the two seasons of continuity. Oh, makes me so Vanessa sad. at least had. Bring back Vanessa's grandmother. Ditch <laughs> Vanessa. I don't care. She, but Vanessa's grandmother needs to be back here. Introduce Evelyn's grandmother? <laughs> yeah, speaking of, uh, of grandmothers, Ren... Uh, I want you to meet someone. You want to meet a friend of mine? <laughs> Boo. Boo. Two thumbs down. I, this episode. You know, like gra- the granny who beat beat out someone's kneecaps with this, her broom? This episode is like a nightmare for me because the first segment with Library, we have the annoying little kid, which is one of my least favorite archetypes. Yeah. Volunteering, we have the annoying old lady. Which is another one of my least favorite archetypes. Okay. Um, that's valid. Yeah, I thought that this lady was absolutely insane. Uh, she has uh, does not want to go outside. She Ned brings her into the school and she gets beat up left and right. Um, and she loves it. She drinks sour milk, which is gross. 
Yeah, they do the sour milk joke a bunch of times in this segment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they were... um, I think that we're in the place with season three where they say, okay, we know where we want to end the show. We already set ourselves up really well and we still have like 10 episodes to go. We can't possibly progress the plot forward. This is exactly what's happening. So what do we do? And it's this. This is what they do. I I would say that tonight was like season two levels of lousy. Yeah, I like both episodes, not even like the specific segments. Um, but I like both episodes, like all four segments. And it's we have to suspend like our understanding of the characters, like between Ned's like school record here with, with the Cookie versus Evelyn bit. Cookie opens up his own school store to compete with Evelyn's school store. Okay, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Cookie raises discounts and sales on his. Evelyn does as well to try to beat out the other one. They both end up giving away all of their items for free. Yep. Um, costing the school $150. Um, but it's like, Cookie wouldn't do that. No, Cookie would never do that. Cookie would immediately realize that he's short-charging himself. Mm-hmm. Like, he's one of these... Or Evelyn would, too. Both of them. They're yeah. They've consistently been depicted as the two smartest characters in the show. Yeah. Um, so there's, like... It's just a waste. What is Moe's even doing in this segment? She's cleaning up the back with... Uh, oh, uh, making Loomer. Loomer. She hired Loomer, Crony, and Buzz to clean up the back. Yeah. And the segment is, like, pretty much she's like, come on, guys, like, you're so lazy. Like, you don't do anything. I'm going to go buy paint. You guys have to do everything. Um, Did Moe's even learn a lesson? Was there a lesson to learn? I didn't understand Moses' section. So, no, so Moses is, like, all grumpy about that. And then she goes to... Um, so she's all grumpy. And then she goes to go buy paint, comes back. She's like, this is still a disaster. You guys are awful at this. And then we get... Uh, Buzz does his little... Thing, um, which by the way, Buzz, I uh, just wanted to check in with you. What's what's been up with you? Everything's been fine up to this point. Oh, okay. Good, glad to hear, Buzz. Thanks for being yeah. here. Right? Yeah, uh, it is good to know. <laughs> it is good to know. Um, so yeah, Buzz talks in, in like a Phineas and Ferb esque moment, right? Yeah. Where, you know, he gets his his line. Everyone's like, "Whoa, he's talking." He does a little monologue about volunteering. Volunteers are the real heroes. Yeah. Because it's not mandatory. It's something you volunteer for. It's Uh, voluntary. Did you know that uh, Steve Buscemi volunteered as a firefighter on 9-11? Hey, Bryce, I didn't know that. Could you tell me that again, please? Hey, Ren, did you know Steve Buscemi volunteered as a firefighter on 9-11? Thanks. Just wanted to make sure I knew. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to post that one to Reddit after this and see if I can get some upvotes. Please, you probably will. Yeah, it's pretty... (laughs) Pretty unknown fact right there. Um, the guy on crutches from the nurse's home. Yeah, he made it. He uh, walked all the way to James K. Polk Middle School. Yes, after Ned Ned throws his crutches into the street. Um, he finally makes it to James K. Polk to bring Granny home. Granny's like, this has been great. And the guy's like, okay, this is fine, I guess. Keep her out for one more hour, you yeah. guys. Uh, and then he even volunteers to be the point 
of a bowling pin setup for Granny in the wheelchair to get rolled into. Strike. Yeah. Yeah. What a to end the episode on. Ned turns to the camera, says, strike. But he, like, I said that he said it in a very, cru- like, Principal Krupp's way. I, he was like, yeah, he said it in a weird way. That's strange. Um, and that's it. Ren, if you were on crutches, would you volunteer to be the point of a bowling, a human bowling pin? A human bowling um, setup. I was hit by a wheelchair. Yeah. I would not. Yeah. By a lady who's already beaten your kneecaps out with a broom. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I don't think we should have been too nice to that old lady. We're being a bit too sympathetic. I think she had uh, racial motives with that attack. Okay. I'm not gonna... <laughs> I'm not gonna uh, touch that one. Um, <laughs> Alright, here's uh, Gordy. I'll make a <laughs> All right, what an awesome segue and transition. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Grammy was crazy. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it was racially charged, but uh, well, I see the elderly. You know, that's my thing. Because she was beating Ned as well. That's true, but maybe uh, you know, we don't know Ned's full ethnicity. That's true. She could Ooh. see something we don't. Yeah, it's very true. Oh, <laughs> okay, Ren. Uh, wait, wait. Do you want to do our draft? Well, we rate the episodes and then we draft. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, we should next time lead with the draft, and then afterwards, if we have time slash want to talk about Ned's, we can get to it. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, that's a better uh, plan. Yeah, because I feel like this is burying the. Um, I'm gonna. Bearing, bearing the what? The lead. Yeah, I was. Isn't there a thing like taking out the bathwater with the horse? Maybe. <laughs> There's a thing. New saying just now. Yeah, don't take out the baby with the um bathwater. Is that what it is? The horse water. The horse is involved somewhere. I thought. Don't take the baby out of the horse water. Yeah, yeah I think you can. You can lead a baby to the water, but you can't make a horse eat him. Exactly. Okay. Um. Yeah, so let's rate these episodes, and then we can do our little draft. You get to pick first tonight, Ren. So um, I'm excited to to hear if you're going to add in here. Uh, So Revenge on School Records, Ren. um, This was the Revenge of Season 2's writers. It was. I'm giving this a 4. You're giving this a 4? Yeah. I'm giving it a 4. I think you're being a little bit generous. Wow. I am going to give it a 2. Okay. I really can't think of much I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I was, like, and it's so tough. Like, I definitely have the bias at this point of, by the time I've started the episode, like, the episode has to do more work for me to care mm-hmm. than at the start of the show. But it was doing it. It was it was still very much so entertaining me. Even with the zombies and all that uh, a few weeks ago, it was fine. It was fine enough. Um, yeah, I'm going to... I think I'm going to give library volunteering this one. I'm going to go lower and give like a, probably a 2.5 to, I just could not be bothered or cared. Yeah, me too. I had a miserable time watching, so I'm going to give it a one. Okay. I really did not enjoy this episode. Not the absolute worst, mm-hmm. but uh, it's down there. Just very unfun. No, no. And then like, I feel like it says so much that like I, I alluded to earlier, like I said, I watched these episodes this morning went out and did something, came back. I remembered so little. 
Bryce, I watched these like a good fifteen minutes yeah. recorded, and they were already like fading from my memory. Mm-hmm. That's why we got to record quick, otherwise they'll be gone. <laughs> I have no idea. All right, Ren. Um, it's time for the draft. Uh, let's little update on who we have on our teams. Let's remind folks. Mm-hmm. Um, last week I had the first pick. I took Boomer the Bear from Cory in the House, as well as uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's The Grinch. Uh, so that's what I have on my tribe. Ren, who did you take? I picked Iz from uh, Read It and Weep and Cletus Poole from Hatching Pete. Yeah, and I was, uh, if I recall, uh, disgusted by your <laughs> picks. And I'm sure that tonight will definitely not make me feel any differently. Uh, I Ren, I'm not going to disappoint tonight, Bryce. Good, yeah, you're the first pick. So, uh, also, like, Drafts are fun because it's like, oh man, they took my person. But based on how this was set up last week, that's not going to happen. And um, I don't know. I don't know. So you go ahead, Ren. Who are you picking for your crew? For my first pick this week, I am picking none other than Morris Adams. Do you remember who that is? No, I don't know who Morris Adams is. Morris Adams is was one of Sweeney's straight A students before he became the new class clown. (laughs) (laughs) The one who got sent to a private school? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Red, I'm dying. (laughs) What's his name? Morris Adams. (laughs) I want him to take it all. I want him to win. He's going to go out there and tell one joke and his mom's going to be so disappointed. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, okay. Bryce, before we, before we move on, I wanted to mention one thing we forgot to mention. Yes. The children take principal pals clothes. Children take. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And uh, what is that in school records, maybe, or uh, the oh, library library. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a reason? No. Right. No, I don't think there was a reason. Yeah, it's just they run past him. Might as well take all of his clothes. All right. Um, man. All right, so, Ren, um, I'll go a little bit out of order because I'm not threatened at all by your picks. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, I'm going to throw in here, uh, you know, he may have not ended well, uh, but I think that he is someone who he got into the position he's in for a reason. Um, default or not, up for interpretation, Ren. Uh, I gotta go for President Martinez. Oh my god, per- excellent pick. I gotta see President Martinez out here again. Um, because I just this is potentially his last hurrah. This could be the last time you and I ever talk about President Martinez. It won't yeah. be, but it could be. It could be. Um, so I want to make sure that he, you know, really gives it his all. Uh, so that's who I'm taking. Ren, uh, what about you as your final pick of the night? Okay. My final pick of the night. Hmm. Let me look at my draft really quick just to decide. Okay. All right. Okay. I- I'm going to pick. So in the spirit of President Martinez, I'm going to pick Stanley from Corey in the House. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So Stanley 
the one, the only, Corey's got a bone hand. Uh, a bit we did not discuss in the actual episode? No. Um, Stanley, who is a child of God? Is that what he is? Yes, he he's a child of God. He's uh, down with the goodness. Or yes. He gets up with the goodness. Up with the goodness. Yeah. Down with the badness. Yeah, yeah down with the badness. Uh, he sleeps in Corey's bed, right? Um, yep. The adults instantly fall in love with him. Good. Terrified of skeletons. Yes. Uh, all right. So, Ren, uh, thus far, I have Cumberbatch, Grinch, Boomer, President Martinez on my crew. So I have Corey in the house representation twice over. I definitely have the Grinch represented. I think I would be saddened to not have on my crew um, another winner who's still on the board. I'm going to take Ned Bigby. You're taking Ned? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take Ned. He won the game. Um, He came very close to winning again. He did. I think it'd be ridiculous for him to not, not be out here. I think it's reasonable. I think Ned's a reasonable pick. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I'll take Ned, and that's going to round out our uh, picks for this week. Three more weeks, and we'll have our full team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited um, for my band of winners to go against your band of losers. <laughs> I really wonder what sh- I can't wait to pick which show goes with which character. Yeah. That's the yeah. part I'm excited to do the most. I assume that you're going to put all your bags and all your eggs in the Moore's Adams basket. All my bags in one exit. Yeah. All right. Speaking of exit, everyone, that's our exit to go ahead and shut this podcast down for the week. Um, Brent, I've gone ahead and re-uploaded last week's episode, which um, I, I don't know why I was having that issue. I would put it up and then it would last for um, I had checked on it about 20 minutes after I put it up. It was up and then uh, gone again. Mm-hmm. So I just took it down and put it back up. I think it's probably up there now. It's um, up there. Okay, it. perfect, perfect. Um, so it, it, I'll keep an eye on it, but it, I I don't know. I haven't done anything differently, but I hope it will stay up there. But otherwise, uh, tune in next week for more of this, if you're out there. And shout out to all of our fans, fans in uh, Belfast. I enjoy the Oscar, everyone. Bye, everyone. The Oscar.